0: Welcome to Reading and Ranting, where we read obsessively and rant about life in our 20s. I'm Carly. And I'm Mia. And today, we're going to be talking about how reading has been such a great way to build community and craft friendships, from Carly and I's own friendship to our book talk to our other friends. And of course, we have a rant prepared about how to maintain long-distance friendships. So let's get into it.
1: Okay, well, obviously, we've talked about this in earlier episodes. And if you haven't listened, what the fuck are you doing? Go back now and listen. But Mia and I's friendship truly formed and blossomed over rediscovering our love of reading, especially when we both read Akatar. So Mia introduced me to Akatar, and we were both hooked. And basically, like, this was the topic of our conversation for probably weeks, if not months on end. And it just made us Bond that much quicker.
0: Yeah, before the first time that we even hung out like one on one in person, um, I was like literally texting Carly with the excuse of, I have I have no one else to talk about these books with. Like, do you want to have like little book club like discussion? Like, I'll come over, we'll drink some wine, um, and that was like my in to be like let's hang out.
1: Yeah, no, actually, and like we had tried hanging out before, and like not to say that we couldn't hang out without the books, but like this was just a perfect way to segue into a friendship. And realized that we basically had the same childhood when it came to, like, reading and just our weird, like, obsessions and interests. Um, And not even weird, just, like, little, like, nerdy girl. Like, I feel like both me and I were, like, the secret nerdy girls growing up. Where like, you wouldn't really, like, think it now if you met us. But, like, we totally were. But, yeah, like, our friendship just completely blossomed. And I've now turned a lot of my friends to be lovers of these books but like at first it was just me and I like you were basically the only person I knew that had read Akatar, especially because I had never even heard of Akatar until you anyways
0: yeah same um but I think that is like why we also bonded over it because we had that background where like as a kid reading was so important to me and also so important to my friendships and it's something that until like now like looking back on it I didn't really realize was how important but like yeah, I was definitely, like, more on, like, the nerdy side. As a kid, I was obsessed with Percy Jackson, Harry Potter, all the YA dystopian novels, you know, The Hunger Games, The Divergence, The Twilights, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think having, like, me and my closest friends were genuinely both such nerds about it, like, back in the day we were literally sending each other like back when Instagram had its original logo you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. like, the, like yeah I 20, was there yeah like 2012 Instagram era like my friends and I were like screenshotting like memes about like the Hunger Games and Twilight and like Team Edward at Team Jacob. I love that it was probably before we um, had the messaging function yeah <laughs> too. I think we had to like Facebook messenger each other then yeah to like go from Instagram anyways God, I miss the the days of just, like, snapping a photo
1: and literally pressing post uh, with, like, the sepia filter or whatever it was called. But, yeah, I totally agree. I wouldn't say, like, a lot of my friends growing up had like, the reading obsessions that I had, but I do remember one of my friends, like, the two of us, (laughs) like, we are now, like, we were the reading besties, like, we were reading Harry Potter at the same time, Percy Jackson, this is the girly I talked about in earlier episodes, we'd be reading fan fiction next to each other at, like, playdates and sleepovers, just, like, not speaking, but, like, being in each other's presence while reading fan fiction, and, like, we are so close because of this, um, and, like, definitely, I feel like we were the type of girls where, we would have play dates and, like, do things and, like, talk about things that we'd be like, okay, this can't get back to anyone because we were, like, embarrassed about it, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, we also played Polly Pockets until, like, a way too old age. But it was a lot of just, like, playing with dolls and then reading. Um, But, yeah, I think even now, like, we've actually reconnected, which is great Um, as I've moved to New York and just in in a new era of my life. And like, we're back to like recommending books to each other. It's so amazing. I'm like, wow, not only did I miss you and our friendship, but like another book girly to add to my
0: circle. Yeah. And that's one of the best feelings ever. Like literally like top 10 reader girly moments is recommending a book to a friend and then they read it and then they love it. And then you get to geek out about it and talk about it and bond over it.
1: Literally, like so many of my friends, just didn't think they were like romanticy girls. Like they're romance girls, but not fantasy. And then so many of them from my influence have like read fourth wing, have read Akatar, and they actually realize that they love it. And it's because like these books, like I feel, I feel like the characters make the books more so than like the fantasy. Like, yes, the fantasy is amazing. But, like, what hooks people in is, like, the characters and, like, the romance. So my friends are like, oh, my God, like, the romance, the characters are amazing. I'm obsessed. But they thought that it would be, like, too much, like, fantasy and war and world building. Which, like, yes, sounds overwhelming. But I love that I, like, converted them. Every time I convert someone to be, like, a reader, whether it's fantasy or just a general book, I always am, like, "Where? why am I not getting my bag? Like, where is my, like, fund for, like, converting people to readers? But like, it's like how influencers have like Amazon links and they get like money based off every purchase that they recommend. I'm like, where is that for books? <laughs>
0: Maybe me and we, I should like, come we should up make with that an kind of Amazon storefront and like send it to our friends, like, here, order the book. Actually, though, I don't support buying books <laughs> off of Amazon because they're purposely trying to outsell brick and mortar bookstores. Um, fun yeah. fact if you didn't know this and drive them out of business by selling books at a lower price, the way that Costco does the same thing for chicken. That's what Amazon mm-hmm. is doing for books. Yeah, so, Mia's buy local.
1: Me is a big buy local or Barnes and Nobles girly over Amazon. I hate to say, my older sister did order our Akatar set off of Amazon, but you know sometimes you just gotta save that money, but also totally support
0: your local bookstores. Yeah, always. not sh- not shaming at all.
1: Um, sometimes <laughs> the two day
0: delivery like does need to happen. Yeah, but...
1: exactly. When you're like, I need the next book now.
0: Um, Yeah. And so I think just like the best feeling there is like, especially like you said, when somebody has not been into reading for like a long time, or like, they're used to only reading like a certain genre of books. And like, obviously, Carly and I are in our romantic era heavily, but mm-hmm. I've also recently experienced a switch where a friend of mine recommended Emily Henry, and she was like, "You just need to get into Emily Henry books." And yeah. this friend has also are always been like a romance slash romantic reader, so like you know both like general fiction. And so I was like, okay, fine, like let me get a it a try. Like I do see like her books are like bestsellers, whatever, whatever. Picked up Beach Read, ended up reading it at the beach on vacation. And I was like, okay, like, this is great. Like, I will definitely have this mm-hmm. in the rotation. I've now read Book Lovers and Happy Place. So I still need to pick up People We Made on Vacation and read that, but I love them. I was like, okay, I'm a new Emily, Emily Henry Stan.
1: Yeah. And then it's trickle down theory where, like, then that trickles down to me because Mia reads it, loves it, trickle downs to me. And then I recommend it to my friends. So it's just a whole big happy family of, readers um I will say just like you know the recommendations it's like I get so many like me and I get so many recommendations based off book talk and like just google like looking up people's like instagrams but like what is better than the word of mouth from your friends like that's actually a proven fact where people will make purchases and like will be interested in things from like the influence of their friends because like they trust their friends and the people in their life more than they trust just like a random person on the internet so it is a really good feeling to like spread that around have your friends like actually listen to your recommendations take it love it too then they recommend it to their friend like I said trickle down hold a happy family like The reader community is just amazing and it's constantly spreading
0: yeah and it really is like such a community and I think like one of the most wholesome things about book talk is that it almost does replicate that feeling I mean it definitely does but it's like if you can't be face to face in person with like who your book Bessie is like I know so many book talkers like literally like shout out everyone that's a huge book talker like and like they're mutuals with each other like they'll go and Mm -hmm. like talk like stitch each other and like talk theories and like do all these things and it's like you can tell that it is like such a genuine friendship yeah um, which is so sweet to me
1: we like after literally having our book tiktok like for our podcast i think we've had it for maybe now a month and a half almost two months we've gotten so many kind dms we've gotten so much interest in like potentially doing collaboration episodes together and it's like we don't even know these people we literally are so new and they're like welcome welcoming us with open arms which is just an amazing feeling it's like wow I have friends that I didn't even know I could have uh but another thing like this is so meta but today I was thinking when I was scrolling on TikTok and like I think a big thing on TikTok is reading comments like I used to not really be a big like comment reader but I feel like on YouTube videos you used to watch YouTube videos and then you would look at the comments because like there'd be some funny comments. TikTok it's like I always watch a video and I immediately go to the comments to like see what people are saying like like a comment even like comment myself. I feel like I always get likes if I make a comment from other people but it's like these are completely random strangers that we've never met before and that's something I kind of love about the app. It's like it literally makes you and like lets you meet so many different people all over the world and that is like the beauty of book talk it's like one of the biggest i think parts of tiktok it's like yeah literally keeps tiktok afloat and i'm like wow it's just crazy that it's so many random people especially because like if you go on instagram it's only people you follow and instagram i kind of usually keep it to just people i know like i don't follow a ton of like influencers and stuff on insta so i'm kind of like uh, oh, i'd rather see what people in my life are doing rather than like a random post but tiktok i'm like following all these random people like for also i'm like recipe videos book recommendations fashion travel like literally like follow 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 then like the comments i'm like literally making friends with random people like giving them recommendations on it's just i love the community so much i think it's tiktok
0: really helps really helps like what did we do before tiktok i'm a tiktok stan (laughs) no honestly Sam, and like it it is so wholesome and like especially book talk as a community we love it
1: Mm -hmm. but yeah other than just like having your reading friends though I think just in general life this is definitely something I've realized as like a now true adult especially post-grad is having different buckets of friends is really important and I honestly think like it helps you just kind of like round out yourself, round out your friendships. And when I like what I mean when I say different buckets of friends, it's like having different types of friends. So you have like your go tos for everything because as you get older, you just realize not all your friends are going to fit into certain aspects of your life. And that's okay. But it's hard adjustment at first. Like it's hard, especially going from college when everyone's on the same page like if I'm going out me and all my friends are sending it versus I'm now like single like I still love going out me and I are definitely in our going out era but I have friends where like they even though we used to have so much fun going out together they they just like have moved on and whether that's like because they are now in a relationship and just like don't really feel the need to go out they kind of realize they don't like going out they don't like drinking like whatever it is it's just, like, I can still be friends with those people, even if we're not doing the same things that we used to, but, like, just for different reasons. Like, they can now be my Pilates friend. They can be the friend I try new restaurants and cafes with. Um, You can also then have the friends that you do go out with. Um, The friend that will lend a shoulder so, and you can cry on and they'll give you a listening ear. Like, it's just so nice to have different, so many different, like, pockets of friends where you can kind of, like, sounds selfish but like everyone does it you can kind of like basically hang out with someone to like meet the needs of that day
0: yeah no 100 percent. and I think that's like also healthy because like everyone everyone has stuff going in their and on on in their lives at all times especially like being in your 20s everyone is in such different positions such different lifestyles and so it's like it would be impossible to maintain everything with everyone at a deep intense friendship level all the time Um, exactly yeah and so it definitely is refreshing and it's also like you said it's okay if a friendship that used to be like like you said like your go-to your number one best friend like um I don't really believe in like quote-unquote like number one best friends like I definitely like keep like a very small circle of Mm -hmm. like close and intimate friends that like genuinely know everything about me and like are always going to be there for me and, like, always going to be in my life, like, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But it's also fine to, like, have friends, like you said, like, maybe friendships in college, like, friendships by proximity that maybe change once you're out of, especially college, post-grad, but also, like, if, you know, I've made plenty of friends in Austin and, like, now they've moved. um, And so, like, even that can, like, change the vibe of your friendship. So it definitely just depends, like, yeah. But like I kind of love having the different buckets and
1: especially like for example I moved to New York and when I was living in Austin like me Mia and like our other friend we had such a good thing going where it was like every weekend it was just like like we were like what are we up to like it was like guaranteed we were all going to hang out at some point in the weekend like it wasn't even a question it was like okay what's the plan moving to New York at first that was very jarring to not have that anymore and like not have anyone who i knew like i was their go-to plan and like they were mine but then i kind of realized like other than you know hanging out by myself and just making plans for myself like i can be like okay what mood am i in like do i want to go out let me reach out to this person do i want to like go to dinner and reacquaint myself with like an old friend like let me reach out to that person do i want to like go on a long walk and like do pilates like let me reach out to that person and it's like honestly been a good way for me to expand my friendship circle and like reach out to people that I maybe haven't really spoken to in a while. Um, So obviously like missed like having that go-to but like I will always have that go-to when we're in the same city but like now not being in that city it's just been it's been like a challenge but like also like rewarding because the challenge has been okay I gotta like fend for myself now plan-wise but also the reward is being able to like hang out with so many different types of people and like you never really get sick of anyone because you're always just seeing someone new all the time yeah
0: yeah I mean I think also what you said there about like reaching out is like one of the most important points because like you're never like being in your 20s it is so hard to make new friends or even Mm -hmm. reconnect with old friends But like putting in the effort, like that's where the magic happens because it's never going to happen unless you're genuinely making an effort to see this person or let them know that you're thinking about them or making plans with them.
1: Exactly. so
0: even today, like one of my friends, like she
1: is in a long distance relationship and like especially sometimes our schedules are so off or like she's going to see her boyfriend in his city and I'm here and then the second I'm gone she's here but it's like during the week she was like hey let's go on a walk like after work on a Monday and we went on it and like caught up for like an hour and a half so it's just like putting in that effort you don't constantly need to be seeing each other on the weekends or even all the time during the week but like just having that occasional check-in is super nice but like you don't necessarily have to see that person all the
0: time yeah I think another point is that I think people are like way more nuanced than sometimes like you think um let's say obviously like Carly and I like love going out with each other but also like we love like doing wholesome things whether it's like going on a walk or like going to the park and having a picnic going to the mm-hmm. pool um and just exactly doing like that and then like same like other friendships like um, one of my best friends, Audrey. Shout out, Audrey. Oh, love you, Audrey. <laughs> like oh, last Christmas, like I, we've been in a long distance friendship, like all through college, but last Christmas we were together and it was our first Christmas being post grads, like just like weird things going on. And she was actually still in grad school at the time. Um, And I was, like, oh, like, do you want to come over and, like, we'll have, like, a painting night? And, like, neither of us are, like, super creative, like, super artistic people. But we literally just, like, sat in my living room and I was, like, I found, like, three extra canvases that I had, like, sitting around and, like, some shitty acrylic paints. (laughs) I literally was, like, yeah, like, let's do it. Uh, We'll just Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, You
1: definitely... You need the friends and everyone, if you don't have this friend yet, you will make them and find them. You need a friend where you can do everything. Cause so you're gonna have the different buckets, but you're also gonna have a friend where you can do everything. You can go out, you can do the wholesome things, you can work out, you can try new restaurants, you can talk about life. Like you're gonna find that person. But I think like you can have the buckets of friends, but like obviously your main, main go-tos um will be like they'll just you you'll know that it's your go-to because you'll be able to do everything with them. But just a quick point, like like you said, Mia, you reached out to Audrey to be like, this is the plan. Like, do you want to do this? I think also in postgrad, a lot of people get deterred because as you said earlier too, so many people have their own lives and like aren't reaching out all the time. And you might feel like some of your friends are forgetting about you and like you're not important to them and kind of be down about yourself. But something my therapist said to me actually a couple months ago is she said like, I was kind of like, yeah, I feel like these people never really reach out. And every time I want to make a plan, they're always super into it. Like they always want to see me, but they never initiate making the plan. It just makes me not want to initiate. Um, and like, you know, when you were like, oh, I'll just wait to see if this person ever reaches out. And if they don't reach out, then our friendship is over. And I totally agree with that. Like, I think it gets to a point where it's like you're constantly reaching out and they never make an effort ever. That friendship is totally one sided. Definitely ended there. But she was like, Carly, as long as you are enjoying your life and it's benefiting you and you enjoy being friends with this person, just keep reaching out. So that's the number one advice I can give to people is like, as long as you are getting something out of it, if it's a completely one-sided relationship and it's just making you sad and feel lonely, like cut it off. It's not worth it. And I'm sure you will be better without that person. But it is worth keeping up a friendship, even if it sometimes feels one-sided because I'm sure at the end of the day, like, like like I said, this person ultimately was always down to hang out. They love, like, I loved hanging out with them. So just, you know, re- make, that re- make that connection, reach out, and you won't regret it. Because I can look back now and say, I don't regret reaching out.
0: All right. So for our rant, we want to get into how to actually maintain long distance friendships and like some of the tips that like we found that are helpful to like be able to maintain a long distance friendship um especially just because part of your 20s like we said and post-grad life is just accepting so many of your friends won't live in the same city as you anymore and like that's such a huge adjustment and obviously it's like the same transition or similar transition from like high school to college but like at the same time like You're pretty much going to see your hometown friends anytime you're back for a break, especially when you have like long extended summer breaks. Um, But especially post-grad, like when someone moves, like they've moved, like they've moved for Mm -hmm. a job, like they're relocating to a new city. Whereas college is like at first for most people, like semi-permanent, like you will be back in your hometown at some point. Yeah. Um, And so I think that one of the most important things is how to maintain that long distance friendship.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think like the most important factor and this like might be obvious is just making the effort. Um and like I think both me and I have realized this just from our own friendships, but like you'll get out of a friendship what you put into it. So that's why effort is everything. And I know I just mentioned that like My therapist had recommended as long as it was benefiting me to keep, like, making the first step and, like, reaching out and connecting. I think that kind of, like, goes in here when we say, like, you'll get out of it. What you put into it. So as long as you put in some effort, and that person is like reciprocating the effort in some form, even if it's even if it's not like initiating, it's like reciprocating by being like, oh my god, yeah, like let's chat on the phone, or like yeah, let's get together soon. Like I'll be visiting. It's just all about the effort, but it is ultimately a two-way street. And I've definitely realized like who my true friends are when given some dif- some distance. And I've asked, like, were we friends of convenience in proximity or can our friendship actually, like, transcend time and distance? And I think that's when you know when, like, your true, true friends actually will be true friends and, like, they're your, you know, top three to four, five circle besties or if you're more just, like, the same city type of friends and past that, like, you're, you're not really going to have a relationship anymore. And it's almost, like, a good way to, like,
0: weed out, like, who is a true friend and who's not. Yeah, definitely. I think also with, like, the proximity versus friends of friends of convenience and proximity thing versus, like, actually, like, having a friendship that can last over long distance, it's mm-hmm. okay if it can't. But for the friendships yeah. that do last long distance, you really know that, like, they're ride or die like yeah i feel like that person is like it's not personal like a close friend
1: exactly exactly it's not personal that can't and i think also that's like circumstance like you could have a really really good friend but if they move to a new city and they just have like way too much going on where they just like can't be on their phone like chatting like that totally is fine also some people just physically cannot be long distance friendships people because they hate facetiming they hate texting and it's like how else are we going to stay friends? Like, send each other like carrier pigeons? Like, so I think it just depends on the type of
0: person, mm-hmm. but and that's also why it's like, not, like personal. Yeah. Also, like, lifestyles. Like, everyone has different jobs and schedules and stressors going on. Mm-hmm. And they're also making friends in new cities and like making effort to like put that in. So, like, that's time and thought and energy that they're putting into their own new lives, which is obviously yeah. so fair. Um, So, it can be hard to prioritize the long distance friendships, yeah. right? Um, Exactly. But I totally get it. Like it always feels
1: like such a big feat to like talk to someone long distance if you don't talk all the time and be like, oh my God, I need to recap the last like three months of my life. Like that is so much content. But then it also feels like so minuscule. But then it's also really fun, I feel like, to talk to those people. Like, once you kind of get over, like, oh, I have to, like, recap everything in my life, you get, like, a new perspective. Like, this person probably doesn't know any of the, like, the characters that you're talking about in your stories. So, like, you get a completely, like, unbiased perspective of them being like, okay, that person sounds cool. That person sounds like an asshole. Like, oh, that's really cool. Or, like, oh, that kind of sucks. I just, I love a long-distance perspective on things. But, yeah, I mean you're gonna have people where you talk to all talk to them all the time you're gonna have people where you talk to them occasionally and like there might just be some people that don't last like as i said like i have some friends i'm reconnecting with in new york we haven't spoken in years but it's like i'm so happy to reconnect with them now that we're in the same city and i'm not like oh my god this person sucks because we didn't maintain a long distance friendship because like how many friends do you have in your lifetime? You can't ma- maintain a friendship with every single one of those people like all the time, but then you can totally reach out if you're like ever in the same city or move to that city and be like,
0: hey, let's reconnect, let's get a drink. Like as long as it ends on a good note, they'll always be there. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and I think too, like with those friendships um, that maybe don't last, like friendships are definitely like like you said, like they're a lot of them aren't gonna last like your entire lifetime. Like friendships are definitely for like, a season or reason or a lifetime or like, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever that like cheesy saying is. And so I think like letting go with, and like, this could be like a whole separate conversation about friendships, but also like letting go with like grace. And especially like, if it is something like due to circumstance, like long distance, it's just like, it can Mm -hmm. be so hard to like keep up with somebody, but like always like sending good vibes and like always rooting for them, like letting them know like, Hey, I'm always in your corner. Um, Like I like recently had a friend from high school who like similarly like haven't spoken to in years she like slid up on my instagram story and was like and we just ended up having like a quick conversation actually about books she literally slid up on my instagram story i love actor, that and she was like wait will it be worth it to read?" and i was like yes oh my god and then we started chatting and i was like oh like how are you like in new york like i'm thinking about moving there and she was like oh my god like okay so like carly obviously just moved there so i've also talked to carly about this plenty but i was like yeah. i'd love your take on like moving there and she was like oh, my God, like, giving me, like, all, like, the rundown. And then she was, like, I'll put out feelers for people, like, who might need a lease takeover, like, people that yeah, know yeah. like, any good deals. And I was, like, wait, that's so kind. No, like, it's honestly, just like, yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like there's so many people when I was moving here where, like, we didn't even talk all the time. But the second I was like, yeah, if you guys know of anyone, they were like, oh my god, yeah, like, I actually do, like, connecting me to people, just being like, oh, yeah, I'll keep an ear out. So always worth, like, you know, you, I think it's like you have long-distance friendships, you have long-distance acquaintances, that acquaintance can become a closer friend at some point. But, like, I don't know, just as we said, the different buckets of friends are important. And, like, I think it's important to surround yourself with so many different people. But then obviously you have, like, the true homies. And I think me and I are both, like, quality over quantity type people. But you can have the quantity. It's just, like, not every single person needs to, like, constantly be in your life and, like, be, like, your bestie. I don't know. I'm I'm not great at having, like, a thousand best, best friends. Like, I think the max I can have is, like... (laughs) 10 and even then I'm like that's
0: a lot of besties like maybe like four I don't know yeah I'd say like mine's like probably average was like five yeah um and like even with like I feel like like there's also like a medium friend level
1: Like exactly that like, sounds really silly but it's yeah. like
0: not everyone needs to be like in your innermost like sanctum like I definitely have yeah. like very 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 close friends like in college like we did everything together like um but like there were still things that like I definitely like held close to my chest like I'm not gonna let not just everybody like know that part of me or like that piece of me or like a piece of yeah. my story or my background like if I'm not like a hundred percent like invested in like in a way of like being like that vulnerable and it's like nothing it doesn't reflect at all about the other person but it's just like there are things that like you can't really speak about unless you're extremely extremely comfortable and like safe with somebody and but yeah. then at the same time it was like I love this person, like I'll spend hours on end with them. And like, it just, it just depends on the friendship, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I feel like some people that I've reconnected with, it's not like we reconnect and like rehash everything from the past like five years of our life. It's just like kind of starting where we left off like having fun together talking about some things that like are important but nothing that I'm like oh my god like this is such an important facet in my life that I need to share with this person but like I still leave the hangout I'm like oh my god that was so much fun like so refreshing to see that person I'm so glad that we can like still maintain this friendship not everyone can be like me and I and start trauma dumping like from day one okay
0: But that's when you know
1: you've met the homies. Yeah. But okay, we do have some advice, though, about ways to keep long-distance friendships going. And even though me and I have already only been long-distance friends for, like, two months, and of those two months, I saw her literally last weekend, and I'm seeing her again next weekend. But it still counts. And, like, yes, we do have the podcast keeping us constantly in touch. But other than that, like, we are in touch pretty much all the time probably like an unhealthy amount for long distance friends. But like also these are tips I would use with any of my other friends where when I was living in Austin for six years and like all of them were in New York, I use these. And some of them, some of them was just like a random check-in. So like a small text, let's say I saw my friend posted an Instagram and they were like traveling somewhere or they were posting with like a new boyfriend or just like anything. I would just be like, oh, hey, saw you were in France. How was that? Oh my God. Like you and your new new boyfriend blah 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 we're so cute like how's that going like whatever and then like you can kind of just get into other things from that little check-in it doesn't have to be like a whole conversation but it could even just be like a check-in be like oh my god miss you okay let's definitely find time soon to connect like love you thinking about
0: you yeah, definitely. I also like, I think the random the random check-ins are also good because then it's like, you almost don't feel obligated to like talk at like such random intervals, but it's like still letting them know, that you're thinking about them if that makes sense like we said like long phone calls and facetimes are another big part of that so we can get into Mm -hmm. that in a second but like scheduling time to even do those is like a whole thing in and of itself but so like the random kind of like one-off text or like signing up on instagram story or like what have you even like sending each other tiktoks back and forth like yeah, actually. Like, yeah, like, literally. Um, mm-hmm. I think definitely, like, one of the things that Carly and I have learned, and me and all of my friends, like, one of the most important things is, like, I call it, like, my call rotation. It's, mm-hmm. like, for each of my long-distance besties, I kind of have to, like, go through the list of, like, okay, who am I going to call next? Like, oh, I haven't talked to them. Like, in whatever two or three weeks or like maybe like a month and like yeah making that effort to have like the long phone calls like the catch-ups mm-hmm. like everything yes.
1: I much prefer a phone call while doing something
0: active because it makes
1: it like I love a long distance catch-up over a long walk I like now in New York I'll go on a walk on Central Park or West Side Highway in Austin I used to walk the entire trail I would call my long distance friends we would literally talk for two hours and like first of all and make the walk go by so quick it feels like you're on a walk with a friend but like instead of them being right next to you they're just like in your ear and you can catch up on so much like I'm a big like catch up and gossiper like while on the trail like everyone around me can suffer and overhear me talking because I will be catching up with the long distance besties but again doesn't need to be every day I honestly think that's overkill like one of my old roommates literally anytime I came home she like couldn't sit alone with her thoughts I think she would FaceTime Or call anyone in her life, whether it was someone in our vicinity or long distance. It was usually long distance people, but I was just like, "Oh my god, I cannot talk to people on the phone this often." Like I would just rather read a book, sit by myself, be on TikTok, listen to music, do some work, than like constantly be talking to someone. So find times when it works for you, and text your even if you you can do a random call work and be like a hey let's set up a call I'm a big like let's set up a call next Wednesday at 6 p.m. I'll like literally make a calendar hold on my calendar even like send it to them so that we both remember because you have the friends where you're always gonna be like, oh yeah yeah let's catch up you never catch up or you have the friends where you're like okay let's catch up and it actually happens
0: yeah definitely and again part of making that effort like it's gonna all like circle Mm -hmm. back to that like every single one of these points comes back to making that effort I'm a big calendar hold girly if anyone is ever friends with me you probably will receive a calendar
1: hold from me at one point in your life um but another point and I think this is kind of just like you know having to do with us being like you don't have to call all the time is don't freak out over periods of no contact and not being able to keep up with that person I would say just give each other grace and I think like even like with people that aren't even long distance friends like For example, I was just talking about my friend, how our schedules have been so different and it's so hard for us to see each other, but I'm not like freaking out about it. I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, well, because we haven't seen each other, we're not friends anymore. Like if you're true friends, like you can reach out at any point and when it works for both of you, you will see each other again. So just give, give each other that grace and know that it's not personal. I think so much of friendship and long distance friendships is so many things can be taken personal. But, like, just know, like, everyone has their own lives. Everyone is so busy. Like, especially us at our age. Like, we're all, like, having our first big girl jobs. We're stressed. We're tired. We're working. Like, it's a long day. Some of us just need that grace
0: to, like, be trusted and be like, we're still friends. Even if you haven't heard from me. Yeah. No, 100%. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a friend that's, like, really bad at responding. Like, sometimes we'll go, like, three or four texts, and, like, she's, yep. ghost mode, but then all of or a weeks. sudden. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, like, all of a sudden, like, we do get that, like, okay, we're aligned. Like, let's catch up. Yeah. Let's chat. And it's, like, exactly. literally nothing personal because it's just, like, yeah. she's super busy or, like, I'm super busy suddenly. And then it's just, like, things, like, go back and forth for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, or even, like, the friends that, like, I think the best feeling ever is, like, when you do finally like have that catch up it's like nothing has changed whether it's on a phone exactly, call time exactly. or in person it's like that's how you know that like it it's you're like real.
1: you're like frothing at the mouth to like hear about their life and you're like oh my god like you love hearing the tea yeah i love when it's like nothing has changed like that's just when you know that the friend
0: the true friendship is there yeah 100% um okay so i have another tip this one might be like a little bit more unique to me but one of my biggest love languages is gift giving and so I love a little gift on a special occasion for a long-distance friend especially if it's like kind of a surprise like earlier this year I did like a little Valentine's present to my long-distance friendships and like it was literally just like an Amazon order of like a little self-care basket that was like probably like fifteen dollars each and like adding like the two dollar gift wrapping service or whatever from amazon Mm -hmm. and all three of them were like wait like this is like the sweetest thing ever like thank you so much like like every time i use this i'm gonna think about you for now or like whatever whatever. um so like i'm a huge proponent of that it could also be like i sent my friend a postcard the other day like we both grew up in austin and she's just moved to a new city and it was like here like let me send you a little austin postcard like know that i'm thinking about you whatever whatever yeah
1: Exactly. My friend, who is a chef, when I was living in Austin, she used to always send me cookies like all the time. And it was so nice because I'd always be like, Thank you for thinking about me and breaking these amazing cookies. I would share it with like all of my friends. And then they'd be like, Thank you to your friend for making these amazing cookies. So I do love love receiving a gift. I'm a pretty shitty gift giver. Um, It's unless for birthdays. I love giving birthday gifts. But like, other than that, I'm not like, I definitely, it's not one of my love languages, but I do appreciate people where it is. Like, I would love to,
0: I would love to receive a little long distance friendship gift from you, Mia. We've discussed worry, it. Like I'm book already, baskets. I was gonna say I I'm planning your Hanukkah present, babe. Don't worry. My
1: Hanukkah present. <laughs> I know, I know. I gotta yeah. start thinking about Christmas, guys. It's that time. But yeah, me and I fully want to send each other book baskets of like book exchange. But I sent her this TikTok, and she was like, "Don't you dare send me a Colleen Hoover book." <laughs>
0: i forgot that I the said basket.
1: That. The, the, literally the basket that i was just sending as an example dared have a colleen hoover book and she was like don't even
0: bother sending it <laughs> i was like yeah Queen. i was like are we even friends hello yeah.
1: i was like this is just an example okay don't hate me
0: yeah but <laughs> so also i mean that's like another part of friendships or like relationships even like like low-key i know like the love languages theory was like by this like fucked up like Christian pastor guy. I don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Was it? <laughs> yeah, it was, to me. So I thought, okay, take this with a grain of salt, but I've definitely seen like people calling out that like it was originally based on this like man's like basically a phony research to trick women into thinking that they need to have regular marital sex with their husbands because they'd be quote unquote their level just physical touch. But I I always learn something new from you. At least, the I way, <laughs> Yeah, the way my brain with the random facts, like, at all times, I, it's, yeah. it's, like, the undiagnosed ADHD. It's okay. Way. You have the random facts. I have the random, like, connections. I think it's both of ours undiagnosed ADHD. <laughs> definitely. But uh, it definitely is, like, it's sweet when you can, like, recognize, like, okay, play to your strengths in the friendship. Like, um, you know, if mine is gift-giving, but, like, I know that Carly really appreciates that, then, like, yeah, like, I would make the effort to, like, prioritize that. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, we know, whatever, like, we love the long distance phone calls. So the friends that make the effort to return that is like really important to us.
1: Yeah, exactly. And even like doing like a group FaceTime phone call also like we've done that before with like Mia and I and some of our friends and those are also really fun because it's kind of just like a gal's night I mean does everyone remember during quarantine like we were constantly doing that shit like we couldn't see each other in person so we were just hopping on like virtual happy hours and yes those got so old but now like as adults living in different cities like just be like yeah let's all hop on the phone at night get a glass of wine spill some tea like it's so fun um and you can even make it like an event like something that is another thing to do with long distance friendships is do things apart but together so like watching the same tv show let's say all everyone loves the bachelor you guys can all watch the bachelor and then like have like reactions as you're watching together i think there's like services online where you can like all watch the same thing on the same computer or something my long distance ex-boyfriend and i used to do is like we would mute mute ourselves so we could just like watch on the TV and then I would like pause it and unmute myself if I wanted to say something and he would also like pause his TV so he could listen to me this we did this with euphoria like literally like the last season of euphoria and I'd like pause and be like oh my god like what just happened and he paused but it was like such a good way to just to,
0: like not necessarily have to like talk to each other but like do things together and still feel connected Yeah, no, 100%. That actually, that was something that like during quarantine, that was a big thing like in in one of my like – um, social orgs in college was actually with The Bachelor um, because so many people like mm-hmm. loved watching that obviously either by themselves or like maybe with like one or two close friends like dear your little wine night or whatever but um, one of our chairs like social chairs made like a bachelor bracket and so everyone filled out their bracket with like who they thought was going to make it to like the final three or you know get the final rose and get engaged or whatever and mm-hmm. it was so funny because then it was like something that like we made this whole separate group chat about it and every single episode we'd be like debriefing it so it's like you're doing the activity for yourself but then you get to like have this whole debrief with friends about it or even people that like you're not even that close with. so definitely like making an effort to like have those kind of shared experiences is also because just sharing experiences mm-hmm. in general obviously in person is very formative for a friendship yeah so I love that, that little
1: that little activity that you guys would do together um But on a last note, and this is kind of different than the activity, but something I love doing and I think it just keeps it really fresh is rather than the text, I love sending voice memos to my long-distance friendships, like, literally just sitting down or, like, on a walk or literally anywhere just recording myself talking for, like, five minutes. Maybe this is the podcaster in me, but, like, especially, like, for dating life, guys, it is so fun. Like, I'll text my long-distance friends about, like, I'm like maybe I just went on like two hinge dates like you bet that I'm like recording myself talk about both of them and sending it and then immediately they're like sending back their like feedback and they're like oh my god like this man that man like that's crazy he sucks he's great whatever like getting the little feedback but yeah voice memos if you don't have time for a call if you don't have time for text just like hold your thumb down on that little button send a
0: quick voice memo shoot it over it will go over a long way yeah i actually love i also love a good voice memo and i love like also knowing like i would i would send them like if something like insane just happened and like there's no way to put it all into a text but like it could be like a two minute voice memo mm-hmm. to like, explain everything um and like you know the other person like might be busy but it's like they would obviously get to it like Uh, I think I did this to you one time like on a trail walk this man came up and like asked me for my number and I was like what is going on and then like they were I think there was just like something in the air that day and like Carly and I hadn't really talked but I sent you this voice memo and you like responded immediately because it's like you get the voice memo and you're like oh shit like what's going on
1: (laughs) oh yeah when i see a voice memo i don't know how people let that shit like sit like i'm like immediately listening i'm like i always keep voice memos too because i like to listen back to them (laughs) but yeah i mean my friends literally request my voice memos they're like we want to know what's happening like yeah after every date you can't like text us immediately but like when you have the second like or Just to talk about even life, like, send us that voice memo. And I also appreciate hearing a voice memo because it's, like, not just a text. You get to hear your person's voice. You get to hear the, like, jokes that they
0: make. It's just – it's great. So, yeah, last little piece of advice for you all. Yeah, 100%. So I think, like, we've definitely – hammered home this this topic and like this theme but friendships like do change and adapt as you grow and long distance can just be part of that for better for worse but also just change like it can just be neutral change like you don't have to think about it in those terms and so like just accepting the change rolling with it for how your friendship develops like honestly like it can really strengthen friendships like like we said like when you are you're reaching out and making the effort and then it's a two-way street and you know that that friend is reaching out and making the effort and it's positively impacting your life like even if it's long distance then like that's an important friendship
1: yeah exactly and like I think you'll figure out who your real friends are but as we said like not everyone needs to be like your end all be all but just surrounding yourself with people that like make you feel good people that can fit into different buckets of your life people that you know if you're bored and you want to call someone and you know oh I haven't spoken because you don't live in the same city like call that person and catch up but hopefully these tips and tricks and just like advice and kind of our experiences relate to some of you guys and you can use this for your own long distance friendships
0: ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Please begin preparing yourself mentally because on the next episode of Reading and Ranting, we are diving back into our Lord and Savior Sarah J. Mass's universe with a dedicated deep dive on Throne of Glass, baby. Ash River Galathinius and the Menorian ship are quite literally our Roman empires. And of course, we are rereading and preparation of House of Flame and Shadow. So we invite you to come along on the journey with us. And we're always looking for book recs, so if you have a suggestion, shoot us a DM on TikTok at readingandrantingpod or email readingandrantingpod at gmail.com. Until next time, happy reading, besties.